0: From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport Sport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the Executive Director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monnac area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, when we started this program, uh, I believe uh, two, two, three years ago now, uh, one of our first guests, actually our very first guest, was the mayor of McKeesport, Mike Tarepko. He is now entering his sixth year, and as we are uh, beginning 2017, we wanted to have Mayor uh, Mike Tarepko back. He's on the line with us right now. Uh, good morning, Mr. Mayor.
1: Good morning, Jason. How are you?
0: Very good. So you are starting your, your sixth year as mayor. What has been the most surprising thing at, at, at now that you're kind of a veteran at the job?
1: Well, I, I think if you talk about the surprising in general, I mean, I, I think it's the uh, unexpected um, uh, things that come up. But I, I think one thing I've learned throughout my five years is to kind of expect the unexpected. So okay. we are getting a, a little better uh, at dealing with those types of things that do arise and take them case by case and and and, it, and the difficult part comes in really balancing out of not just handling the things that come up but truly moving um to continue the city moving forward
0: uh every every city every community uh in pennsylvania at the end of 2000 or at the end of the year has to pass a budget um mckeesport just like every other municipality you just went through this budget process approximately how much is the budget for the city of mckeesport for the year
1: uh, roughly 20 million.
0: And, and has that number changed a lot, gone up or down a lot?
1: Um, it, it's gone up slightly. Um, but, you know, to be very honest with you, um, if you look at a lot of the uh, increases we've had in expenses, um, the uh, ones that we have no control over, such as health care and MMO pension uh, obligations and things like that, um, to be quite honest, it, it was it's it's uh, interesting to see that we were able to maintain similar numbers as we passed 7 8 years ago uh which means what we've been doing is really um as our expenses in those areas go up uh we continue to save in other areas such as you know just saving through attrition and whatnot when uh uh, employees retire, and, and other avenues as well.
0: Yeah, it doesn't seem to me that it's gone up too. too. I mean, it seems to me it was about $19 million um, when you took office, and, and now it's about $20 million, which a million dollars here and a million dollars there uh, adds up to real money, but on a on a budget that size, it does. that's not that huge of an increase, it doesn't seem.
1: No, absolutely, and I, and I think that's exactly what I was getting at, that the increase has been minimal, especially, you know, you're talking a million dollars or less, and at the same time, you know, we've had three to $4 million in increases between health care and between our pension obligations uh, that we pay each year. So basically, in essence, if you look at it that way, um, you know, we've cut our expenses in other areas, basically, you know, uh, roughly $3 million, give or take a few.
0: Mike Trepko is the mayor of McKeesport. He is just starting his sixth year as mayor. Before that, he was a McKeesport City Councilman and a teacher in the McKeesport Area School District. Give us the city's website, if you don't mind, Mr. Mayor. dot uh,
1: keysport I mean, keysport hyphen pa dot gov.
0: And what is the best number if people need to get in touch with uh City Hall for any reason?
1: Uh, the our uh, general number for City Hall is 412-675-5020 uh and uh if you don't get a department that you need, uh, I can tell you the mayor's office is is extension 605. Hey. And uh we always we always encourage people that uh if if you don't get a response for whatever uh, reason uh, in a uh, particular department the please don't hesitate to contact uh, the mayor's office.
0: And and the, the, the reason, of course, as I mentioned, uh, you were our very first guest when we started doing this show, but of course our studio is in McKeesport. One of the radio stations that we go out on is uh, in McKeesport, and uh, McKeesport is the second largest city in Allegheny County. It's kind of, is it correct to call it, it's kind of the the keystone or the the, the pivot pin around which the, the Mon Valley uh, turns in Allegheny County, at least.
1: Oh, that, that's the way I'd like to see it absolutely
0: now, along with this uh approximately nineteen to 20 million dollar budget that the city uh, that the city council passed in December th- there that was the good news. Um, the bad news is at least if you, for, for a lot of city taxpayers, there was a small tax increase. No one likes tax increases, but um, you said this one was necessary. Why did you say this one was necessary?
1: well, I, I think you know um, the, the city really has not uh, increased taxes in over 25 years. Um, I I think that's absolutely unheard of in this day and age. Um, I think it's the last thing that any elected official wants to do. I could tell you as mayor, um, the last thing you want to do is increase taxes in any way whatsoever. Um, In this particular situation, you know, it's no secret the city has been running at a deficit, operating in the red. Uh, We're trying to close that deficit as much as we possibly can. And, um, you know, at this point in time, I think it's at a point where, to be quite honest with you, I, I find it to be fiscally irresponsible um, for this administration this council not to do something in regards to this so we did go with the tax increase uh, it, it's, it's not a very big one as you said it's minimal um, but it will help uh, uh, cut this deficit a little bit um, and at the end of the day um, you know our, our residents are still in a situation where they're still paying taxes uh, that, that are still on the lower end uh, in Allegheny County be, um, between the school district the city and the county taxes so, uh, you know, as I said, it was not an easy decision. Um, I've always said when I took, have taken this seat uh, from the beginning uh, that, that I will always uh, look to make decisions that are in the best interest of the city of McKeesport. And, you know, sometimes um, the right choice is not necessarily the popular choice. And that's that's what really takes courage to really do what you need to do. And, and I commend council as well uh, for supporting the increase as well. And I, and, I, and I think our residents overall, from getting out in the community and talking to people, uh, they understand it as well, and, and um, it, it's gone over fairly well so
0: far. And we should mention there, of course, there are different kinds of, of taxes that people pay. As you pointed out, there's the school tax, the county tax, and the city tax. We're talking in this particular case probably about property taxes, but there's also earned income taxes, for instance, that, that people pay. We're talking about property taxes that, as you said, had not been raised in 25 years. Yes, that okay. is correct. and approximately how much has of has, those taxes gone up than the property taxes?
1: We've, we've moved it, uh, two mills for, uh, we have separate land and um, separate for the, uh, the building or structures, and we've uh, moved two mills each way.
0: And, and I believe the way it was explained to me is if you have a house that's valued at about $50,000, um, you're looking at an annual increase of about $100. Does that sound correct? Uh, yes. More does. or less. More yeah. And as you said, it's a little bit tricky because the land in the house is appraised differently or assessed differently, but it, it's about a $100 increase, I think, is, is how it was shown to me.
1: Yes, that is correct.
0: Mike Cherepko is mayor of the city of McKeesport. He's beginning his sixth year as the mayor of city of McKeesport. He's our guest for the whole half hour. McKeesport-PA.gov uh, is the website, 412-675-5020 if you need information. Uh, as the mayor said, his extension is 605. And you guys also have a very active presence on uh, Facebook. If you look for McKeesport Mayor, uh, there's a lot of stuff on there. And the police department, McKeesport Police, also seem to keep their Facebook very active
1: yes absolutely and we we actually just re- redesigned um our our page uh as well um to help uh communicate uh with the public uh make it a little more user friendly to get information to them and, and to also, also make it easier for them to acquire about uh different things they may need um uh, but we do have as you said the police facebook page and the uh city mckeesport mayor's office facebook uh,
0: page as well. I, I want to get into a, a topic which is a fairly big topic, and we're going to have to take a break in about uh, 60 to 90 seconds, but I, but I want to open the topic at least. And that is, uh, there was some big news that happened uh, in 2016, which is that the city of McKeesport uh, has decided, and the, the, uh, so the McKeesport Municipal Authority, which is the s- sewer system, uh, you have decided to sell that system to Pennsylvania American Water Company. Tell people uh, a little bit about that. How, how, when did that decision When did that event all take place?
1: Well, it's been something we've actually been working on for quite a few years. Um, We knew the financial situation of the city, um, and we knew that in order to put us on more financial uh, stable ground, um, that it would probably come to a a point where it would be a necessity um, to really look to market the sewage authority. Uh, The time is right. Um, You can see it becoming more and more common as other municipalities around the Commonwealth and throughout the country, for that matter, uh, are starting to do so as well. And uh, you know the hopes are, um, you know, to, to generate the money we need to keep the city afloat, to to avoid Act 47, um, to keep us afloat for several years, in order for us to start um, really addressing uh, the problems we have, and also give us a time, uh, give us the opportunity to to increase our revenue side of things, bring businesses in, encourage new home ownership. And things like that, any revenues that we can generate to the city to to help with uh, budgeting purposes.
0: And, and the Act Forty Seven, and I think people know what that is, but in case they don't, that's the state oversight of of a community, which the city of Pittsburgh is going through right now, and has been for several years now. Yes, that is correct. Okay. So, and and, and that kind of what, what are the disadvantages of that Act Forty Seven? You 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 end up under the control of this state government. What's it called like the well, oversight I- board
1: yeah I, I think the biggest you know the biggest concern you have i mean there's numerous ones out there, and it depends on what community you're uh, you're involved with mm-hmm. and, and what it means to them the The biggest concern for us would be uh to to really provide the same level of services to our residents um, that we provide now and and it's very difficult to do uh if you have someone kind of coming and o- oversee things uh just on financials in general. Um, and, and, you know, it would be the job to fix the financial end of things, they're going to do so without taking those types of things in consideration, whether it's your your police department uh, is cut in half, your, your fire department, whatever it may be, um, it could go as little to almost non existent. And the bottom line is we know, uh, first and foremost, here in the city, I can tell you this administration, public safety comes first. And, um, you know, you have areas like that, maintaining your roads, your public works. The bottom line is we have been doing... Trying to provide the same level of services to our residents uh, for for years now and with less resources as we had in the past, you know although we have the same uh, amount of roads to take care of and things like that, our public works department uh, we're working with less manpower, and the same goes with the public safety as well. But the last thing we need is to really have it pretty much just cut down to where it 's almost non existent and to more so to where we can't um, really guarantee that our city would be a, a safe place to live and a safe place to work. And, you know, those are just some of the uh, obstacles that you face when you go into Act 47, but it, it by no means is, is something that I wanted to see for our residents because the truth of the matter is if we reach that state, um, i, I got to be honest, it, it would be a city that would be very hard to convince people to actually want to live in.
0: Let's take a pause right there. When we come back, I want to ask you uh, just a little bit of follow-up on what opportunities does this sale of this municipal system, which does not just affect the city of McKeesport, because there's a lot of surrounding communities that feed into that sewer system, but I also want to talk about some of the business opportunities that are happening uh, in the city of McKeesport, particularly this uh, new development that is spinning off up the Walnut Street corridor, okay? Okay. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Mike Turepko is the mayor of uh, McKeesport. The website is McKeesport-PA.gov. The phone number for City Hall, 412-675-5020. You can also check out the mayor's office on Facebook. Uh Tube City Online has reached a critical point in our history where we need to raise money from the public to continue providing information both online and on the radio. If you can help by making a donation, we would very much appreciate it. Go to our website, TubeCityOnline.com, and click the Donate button. And thanks for supporting independent media in the Monoc area. And we're back. Our guest for the full half hour is Mayor Mike Cheremko, the city of McKeesport, 412-675-5020, and McKeesport-PA.gov. We're talking about uh, some of the issues uh, in Allegheny County's second largest city, and also the sort of the the central point, uh, the central focal point of the Mon Valley in the uh, Allegheny County area, at least. And of course, also the place where uh, our radio station, one of our stations, is located and uh, where we are based. When we took the break, we were talking about the, the sale of the McKeesport municipal authority, which is the, the sewage authority um, for the city of McKeesport, but it also serves Elizabeth Township, Liberty Borough, Partner North for Sales. It serves a lot of the surrounding communities. One of the things that I have heard from a lot of rate payers who live in these different municipalities is, does this mean my sewage rates are going to go up?
1: Well, I no. I, there, there will be, I definitely don't foresee uh, an increase in rates, um, nothing other than what uh, typical increases have been in the past. Um, here in, in the, the Mckee Sports system uh, particularly, that also services the other areas as well. I think, you know, um, through Act 537, uh, improvements that the authority has made, um, you know, most of the increases, at this, you know, the dramatic increases uh, that our ratepayers uh, have been faced with, um, they've already dealt with that. And at this point moving forward, um, I, I don't foresee anything changing whatsoever uh, other than minimal increases like with anything else. And uh, this, you know, the unique thing with going with a uh, private company like American Water, um, what you get is now for the first time your taxpayers are going to have a, uh, a line of protection with increases, and that's because uh, American Water will be regulated through the PUC. So anytime that. Yeah. They go for rate increases, uh, it obviously will have to be approved through the PUC, which is an extra line of protection for our ratepayers that they've really never had prior to this.
0: I did not realize that uh, municipal authorities like the McKeesport Municipal Authority are not regulated by the Public Utility Commission, which regulates your electricity and your telephone and everything else. Um, so that's, a, that's an advantage that you said is, is going to come to people who are connected to that system.
1: Absolutely. That is correct. Uh, any increases that, uh, uh, that will be you know, handed down on are not just the city of McKeesport but all the neighboring communities that service from American Water as well, um, without question, uh, will have to be PUC-approved. Let's
0: uh, let's let's change topics. Let's get our minds out of the gutter, so to speak, and out, off the sewer system into some other, a uh, little bit more interesting areas maybe, but I, I do know that's an issue that for people who are affected by that, I knew that's not something that they've wanted to talk about. Mike Cherepko is the mayor of the city of McKeesport, McKeesport-PA.gov, 412-675-5020. Uh, and they're also on Facebook, as, as is the McKeesport Police Department. Let's talk about um, neighborhood stabilization. Because one of the things you mentioned is that, you know, if you start eliminating services, uh, what city do you have that people are going to want to live in if it doesn't have a public works department, if it doesn't have police, if it doesn't have fire, if it doesn't have the services that they've come to expect? One of the things that the city of McKeesport has been doing has been demolishing a lot of vacant houses, which is a problem all up and down the Mon Valley. How's the demolition program going right now?
1: Uh, It's going going pretty well. Um, we're, We're looking to... Uh, really uh, become a little more effective, efficient with it, I should say. Um, we're working on efficiency so that we can do more homes uh, and try to improve upon what we do each year. Uh, last year, in-house alone, we did almost 30 homes, and that's in addition to uh, any other that we may have done uh, outside of that, whether they were emergency demos or contractual. Um, this year we're looking to do the same thing. Um, you know, Obviously, we're setting our bar a little higher. I'd like to see the city um, in-house alone do uh, 50 homes, and uh, we will have some community development money uh cdbg money that will be utilized and, and probably do a contract of 20 to 25 homes uh in addition to that as well and uh you know obviously it's something um you know uh we need to do we need to continue uh to eliminate the blight and, and at the same time we're also um uh, we're capable through our vacant property review committee vprc and the redevelopment authority uh trying to get property in the hands of responsible uh, landlords um, or homeowners that are interested in purchasing a property uh, that, that may uh, you know, starting to look uh, dilapidated but is still able to be fixed up and put back on a tax rule. So not only are we tackling this uh, problem, uh, through uh, demolition, but we're also taking other avenues as well.
0: And and, and th- th- I saw a, a story uh, in one of the papers uh, out of North Braddock, which is, is not too far from you, and I think they were talking to the mayor and the borough manager there in North Braddock, and I think they said something in their borough, they have something like 300 to 500 vacant houses that they're trying to to get demolished. Do, do you have a rough idea in McKeesport about uh, numbers? rough
1: idea, I would say we have between seven and 800
0: that's a that's a huge problem and and what kind of problems then do those vacant houses create for the other people in the neighborhood
1: well obviously um you know it, it, it i mean blight uh whether it's uh criminal activity um you know sometimes you run in into rodent problems uh high weeds uh, overgrowth, and you know unfortunately those types of things um you know they they can they can really pull down a morale in, in, in a neighborhood or uh, community And, you know, what what we often see is when we're able to get in, whether it's, you know, we can't tear down a home right away, but we get our, our workers out there and clean up lots and cut down all the weeds and at least clean it up, uh, whether it's that or whether it's tearing down a house, a lot of times it usually gives people that may live on that block or right off the road, it, it kind of encourages them as well to take more pride in their properties and, and to make sure that they're maintaining theirs as well. So it, it's kind of contagious, and, and it's it's a good thing uh, when we can uh, get rid of this blight and continue uh, to truly just make the neighborhoods a better place to live and we're doing so one block at a
0: time to to just to close that off and and, and you've touched on something i want to move on to next which is uh, crime prevention i saw that if you have to pay an outside demolition crew to tear down a house it's somewhere in the neighborhood of eight to ten thousand dollars
1: per house yeah, yeah that, that that's a that's a pretty good estimate absolutely
0: wow and that must take a good chunk out of your budget if you, if you have got to pay if you had to hire contractors to do that that's a real hit to take
1: Yeah, that is correct, and and that's why a few years ago, you know, this administration, we made the decision uh, that we were going to start doing demolition ourselves. ourselves We knew that um, we had the manpower. The way that I personally looked at it as mayor um, was these these individuals that work in our public works, they're already on our payroll, so we're going to pay them regardless of what they're doing. So when you really look at the expense of tearing down a house, um, you know, we're really looking at just the price of getting rid of the materials, and uh, so, you know, we're cutting the prices down for tearing down a house um, no less than half, and, and oftentimes even more than that. Sometimes you can even probably pay uh, 25% of what you would if you had someone tear it down.
0: Mike Trepko is the mayor of the city of McKeesport, McKeesport-PA.gov, or 412-675-5020. we will be back for a final few in 30 seconds. And we're back for a final few minutes. Our guest uh, this morning is Mayor Mike Trepko of the city of McKeesport. Uh, When we took the break, we were talking about neighborhood stabilization, and you brought up the issue of crime prevention. And uh, one of the things that I have heard from uh, Chief Brian Watts, which is the police department and from people in the neighborhoods, is that the city police, along with the Allegheny County Police, are doing a lot of really what they call, I think, saturation patrols to try to look for people who might be committing crimes. They're trying to get drugs off the street. They're trying to get guns off the street. Is that working, in your opinion, and what differences have you seen?
1: Uh, yeah, there's no question. Um, if you look at the numbers in 2016, uh, pretty much throughout that entire year, we've used uh, a, a couple um, officers from the, the county department that worked along with a couple of our detectives and uh, to really do a lot of the crime suppression um, patrols. Uh, without question, we've, we've seen an impact um, throughout the city. Uh, shots, fires, calls have been down tremendously. I want to say almost 100% from, from the prior year. Um, and even if you look at the end of the year, and um, the homicides have been down as well, um, I, I, I realize that, you know, when, when in my mind, when one person, yeah. uh, when you lose the life of one person, it's one too many. Um, so I, I don't want anyone to think that at any point in time we're ever insensitive to the fact that we have uh, people that are dying um, in the city, and that's not the case whatsoever. Um, but when you really look at last year, and and I, I think a lot of times, too, people don't realize, you know, they, they they watch the news or they see this, and people don't realize what the numbers actually are. But we did finish um, uh, 2016 with a total of four homicides, and uh, two of them uh, were to gun violence. And uh, that was down from 11 homicides that we had uh, in 2015. So the, the numbers did go down. Um, it's still, in my mind, four too many. Yeah. Um, but I, as I said, there was only two to gun violence. Um, and two other unfortunate ones. I think was on the news as well, but uh, you know it's something we're going to continue to do uh, to to keep the uh, neighborhood safe, to make them a, a, a even a better place, and it's something that we continue to do here. Uh, Uh, in the city of McKeesport and we will continue to utilize any other resources that we can as well uh, to help us accomplish that.
0: You you unfortunately you hit the TV news I guess a couple of months ago there was a a, a, there were some neighbors up at a house and I can't remember the street I mean might have been Craig Street where they were reporting that there had been frequent shots fired calls and that the police were often and and it was all I I think you and the police said was all basically focused on one house Uh, has that situation been resolved?
1: Yeah, we resolved that. We we really uh, went after that very aggressively. Um, we pretty much got them uh, moved out of the house, uh, the individuals that was causing the problem. Um, we did get them out of the house, and uh, we haven't had any issues up there since then.
0: Mayor Mike Cherepko has been mayor of the City of McKeesport since uh, for six years, so do the math for me, 2011, correct? Uh, And and, uh, the website for the city of McKeesport-PA.gov. They're also on Facebook at City of McKeesport Mayor's Office, or you can call City Hall at 412-675-5020. We have just a couple of minutes left. I wanted to get into these business opportunities. We've had your community development director, uh, A.J. Tedesco, on to, to talk about some different things that are in the works. One of the things, though, that has evolved fairly recently Um, and I don't know if this is going to have a big impact or not, but it certainly was a morale boost, I think, for people, is uh, the pipe plant in the city of McKeesport is reopening. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, The former U.S. steel facility is reopening.
1: Yes, uh, that that was uh, something we were very excited to see uh, really uh, take place. Uh, It was a great start to 2017 to be able to announce that. Uh, It's been something that's been in the works for a little under a year, Um, and uh, we've been working hard to make sure that we were able to, uh, to get this accomplished, and everyone was uh, able to meet and uh, on the terms, and, and the agreement was finalized, and we're very excited to have Dorabon, uh come to town. And uh, not only will they be bringing some employees with them, but they're looking to hiring uh, probably 100 uh, or more employees as well. So uh, we look to work with Dorabon and uh, uh, I know there'll be a, a great community partner here in the city of McKeesport.
0: Now, when U.S. Steel idled that plant a couple of years ago, I, I, I'm sure the city took a tax hit. But do you have an idea of what the numbers were?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, when you deal with manufacturing like U.S. Steel, um, you know, they're exempt to business privilege tax. Okay. So uh, the, the tax hit really isn't as 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 much as what some people may think. Um, but you know the, the tax part that you lose is more of uh, wage tax and earned income tax. Um, so you know you did have about 25 people uh, that did work over there, and between that and the $52 a year that the others pay for work in the city, uh, it, it ended up being somewhere uh, give or take around a $15 to $20,000 hit.
0: So that's potentially you know half of someone's salary, or that's someone's uh, benefits and pension plan, or something. That's I mean that's that's a, that's 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 a new police car potentially, right?
1: Yep, absolutely. I mean, every dollar counts, and that's we're at that. Uh, that's where we're at with this administration right now. We're counting every penny.
0: In these final few minutes, we had, I mentioned business opportunities. We had uh, A.J. Tedesco from the City of McKeesport on to talk, as along, along with, I believe, Spiro Papen is the, is the gentleman's name, who is developing the new Ollie's Bargain Outlet, uh, which is scheduled to open and actually in a couple of weeks up at the Olympia Shopping Center. Um, and there was also a big announcement that there's a new intersection going in at the intersection of Route 148 and Route 48 in the City of McKeesport with a new new traffic lights, and there's a new shopping center then that has been under construction for years and years that is finally going to, looks like it's going to open. What sorts of spin spinoffs uh, from that business district are you, are you starting to see or are you starting to think about as the mayor?
1: Well, I, I think, you know, we're very excited um, with what that particular area is going to bring to us with Ollie's coming in, uh, probably within the Ollie's complex, a, a possibility of another small retail within that building, um, and even the possibility of a little strip mall um, with a couple places uh, on the entrance there as well possibly being constructed. Um, when you talk about the other building that's been uh, being built uh, where 48 and, and uh, Walnut Street come together, um, that's been there for quite some time. So this intersection there is truly going—it's a critical component of getting traffic flow through there, um, so that they're able to get into the shopping center, able to come down at the end of Route 48 and safely, uh, you know, turn onto Walnut Street. So when this intersection comes in as well. Not only will we continue to see development down next to the Aldi's, we have uh, a new building being built uh, for O'Reilly's Auto Parts, and not only will we see development down there, but we think that that's also going to lead to development going up Long Run Road there uh, on Route 48. Okay. Uh, you know, McKeesport runs all the way down, a little bit past Tom Clark, so we have a lot of area along 48 that could be developed as well. So we're very excited about that particular corridor um, and, and some other areas in the, McKeesport, uh, in the city of McKeesport as well as far as development goes.
0: If people are looking to locate a business or they're looking for to find out what sort of uh, tax incentives might be available or what sort of help uh, might be available, who should they reach out to?
1: Well, I think they can always uh, reach out to... Uh, Mr. Tedesco and the Community Development Office, um, but as I tell people, you know, I, I, I have no problem with them contacting the mayor's office so we can lead them in the right direction as well. One thing that uh, people, uh, whether you're a, a person looking to open a small business, no matter how small or no matter how big you are, uh, the one thing you will find with our administration is you will see a very hands-on uh, approach to helping um, these uh, different individuals uh, open up a business, get a business started, and that's something we take pride in.
0: And we are just about out of time. Give us your phone number one more time, please.
1: City of McKeesport, 412-675-5020, and they can reach the mayor's office at extension 605.
0: And they can also go on the website, McKeesport-PA.gov, which was uh, recently redone, or uh, I'm assuming they could also go on your Facebook page, uh, City of McKeesport Mayor's Office, uh, on Facebook. Mike Trepko has been mayor of the City of McKeesport since 2011. Um, he was our very first guest on this show when we started, and uh, we're really pleased to have you back again, Mayor. and We're out of time, but we're not out of questions, so we will have you back again very soon, if that's okay.
1: Absolutely, Jason. Thank you, and I look forward to it.